0: Live stream ESPN 1000 or take a listen to our other shows on demand. It's the ESPN Chicago app.
1: This is Peggy and Dion.
0: ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports.
2: Uh, Real quick, thanks to Kelly Pro for joining us. Thanks to Merck, Meller, JR, as always. Thanks for listening, calling, and participating in the show. We're back tomorrow. No greenie today. Peggy's here. Dion's here. Hello. Normally, you catch him on the,
1: on Saturdays. Hello, ladies.
0: Hey there. Hello. Hey Hello. now. Hello. What's Hello. up? Oh, sorry.
1: No, you're all right. That's my fault. I'd like to see this be a permanent fixture, ladies.
0: Well, why don't you tune in on Saturdays? Well, oh,
1: yes. no, nah, girl. I'm say, ladies. What else? I said now girls. Did you just girls? say girls? Now, now girls? Now girls. I'm yeah. talking about Monday through Friday. Well, need to two, and that's a, just Saturday. I have
0: a small
3: other job that
0: no, might get in the way. Of I know. That. That's you'll all.
1: figure it out, and <laughs> hey, we've got to make choices, Dion, Sometimes you'll figure. I would it.
0: Think need about it. an Aaron Rodgers contract. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: to, to give up
0: my life yeah. that so, I have. You know what? Good.
3: I would share an Aaron Rodgers contract with you. Okay? Yeah. Hey, that's welcome how to much. the club. By the way,
2: would you share some with us? What? <laughs> Wait, what
0: club? What club? All the women who have been screwed by Aaron,
2: by Aaron Rodgers. He's <laughs> <Yeah, funny. Yeah. laughs> uh, 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 yeah, screwing funny. our
1: day. You I believe know, it? Hijacking
2: your day?
3: Yeah. Of course.
1: Oh, this rat- he did that intentionally. This oh, yeah. Is
2: this
3: news? Yeah. I could go on and on, and on I know about how I knew he wasn't going anywhere. Come on. I think we all knew it, I'm exhausted by the whole situation. The last
1: two years have been exhausting. Uh, yes. you know, last last offseason when people said, oh, he's got newfound leverage, he didn't have a thing. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah. NFL contracts are rock solid. Mm-hmm. And they're against the player all the time. No. Players don't have rights when you sign an NFL contract. You, you agree get, to what you, you
2: agree you, to. You got to give him credit, though. I mean, I, I can't stand him, but he yeah. went out and put up back to back MVP season. He's like, now you got to pay me.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. basically, no, you're like, right. You're this, right. You know,
2: a, 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 talk about a wasted, a complete wasted draft pick yeah. in Jordan Love. They'll never be able to flip Jordan Love for what the Patriots flip right. Garoppolo for. Yeah. I mean, never. Garoppolo played games. I mean, yes. like, they'll never be able to do that. It, it's a complete waste of a first round pick. And I don't really care about that. So what? It is what it is. But like Rogers basically went, all right, fine. I'll go be the MVP in back to back years. And now you've got no choice. Four more years and $200 million. It's like, right. uh, Which is six years in
1: total, up to age 44. Yeah, I, I love wow. how
0: they say that, uh, that he was, the retirement was a real yeah, sure, thing. Sure. Oh, oh, give oh me a freaking break. Like, like, honestly, there's no way. There's like, no way. Like, oh, I'm going to retire. Wait a second. They're going to give you four hundred million dollars. Yeah. You know, yes. No way! No way! I mean, no he, way. he just thinks everybody's stupid. Right? I
2: don't buy it for a second. You're right. I don't. I, I mean,
0: seriously. Oh, I
2: think he likes the.
1: Right. He likes the drama. But he it was, he loves he's a diva. The right. The drama. Right. He truly the drama. His only leverage, though. His only leverage was not to play.
0: Right. Right. Because he,
1: he couldn't mandate that they trade him anywhere. That that wasn't working. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. Denver. That no. No, they don't care.
2: And they don't care, and if you're not going to trade
1: you, you could retire or yeah. you could play for us, yeah. and we'll
2: make it worth your while. Like if you want to play, that's not yeah. much leverage, you know. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's just, no. It's,
3: if you yeah. want to, right. yeah. Like if exactly you want right. to
2: keep playing, he guess just, what?
3: This is where he is gonna be. Like I just knew that that was gonna happen. I don't think he would <sighs> fit anywhere else. Nowhere else would tolerate that. I don't feel like
1: Continue to own the Bears. Too. Him.
3: I was just gonna say, oh very rich gosh. man,
0: and he still owns the oh. Bears. Yeah, is just gonna be. That's that's the story. Every single time yes. they meet.
1: Both, is, of your and pro- both of your professional lives basically have been controlled by the Green Bay Packers, Brett Favre and, yes, yes. and Aaron Rodgers. Yes, professional yes. life going back to and it's misery I was in high school for crying out loud when yeah. Brett Favre came to
2: Green Bay. Like it's been my whole adult life.
0: Care- careful, Dion might ask you like how old
3: are
1: you? Oh, well,
3: Peggy, you mentioned playing kick the can.
2: Yeah, well, yeah I played that. I did.
1: Of course, yes. Yes. yes, in the neighborhood. Yeah, yes.
3: yes. I never played kick
0: yes. the can. Well, like that.
1: She, Price she, Street. It was a ball. We, we had a great time.
0: We were meeting <laughs> with our our favorite salespeople here at ESPN Chicago, and um, I mentioned that we would play Kick the Can. Yeah. Well, I mentioned something else. About
3: <laughs> you want to tell the, the story, No,
0: Pat. I don't, actually. Want I, to I forgot story. that it was associated with a different story. But um, oh, And I yeah, ended it by saying, you know, I don't know, and then go out and play Kick the Can. Yeah. And Dion turns in front of the room of all our <laughs> these uh, oh, new salespeople that, that I'm meeting for the first time,
3: and she says, What's kick the can? How old are you? Kick the Can. Yeah. Like, that just sounds... Like, what, yeah. something you would play in olden times. Well, yeah,
2: we, we are from olden times. <laughs> when you yes, oh
3: <laughs> Believe it or
2: not, same we are. Age.
3: Wait, wait a
0: second. <laughs> we are You're from age.
3: olden times.
2: I'm <laughs> from medieval times. <laughs> We're the
3: same
0: age.
2: No, I'm older than you.
3: No way. I'm, nope, December
2: seventy six. Okay. Yeah.
3: Oh, I'm old, a little.
1: right? Oh, yeah. Uh,
3: not, not even old a year, thing. though. Right, not even right. a year.
2: Dude, come on, you never
3: played Kick the Can? No, sure. I never did. So what, this
1: guy's old, too. Well, yeah. What was the term at the end of Kick the Can to get everybody to come back f- out from hiding? Ali um, Ali Ocean.
0: Free, free, free. Come something out. Come like out yeah. you are, or yeah. Something yeah. like that. Ollie, right? Ollie,
1: come yeah. Ali Ali Ocean, free. Come out. Yeah. Something And like then that. the game was over because <laughs> yeah. so you couldn't face. get anybody. But that was the term. That was the term that
0: ended the game. Because you'd be hiding in neighbors' bushes and. He's doing the
3: kicking. What's happening?
1: Well, so you're guarding a can. And so you say, I see this guy over here. Then you get him back. He comes over. Everybody hides to the point, and then the way they free the people that get caught is they come and kick the can while you're looking for people. Somebody comes and kicks the can and frees everybody up, and they get the run. Uh, so was, you
0: can't go too far away from the can because you don't want you don't them want to kick someone it. to come from one of the other corners right. and yeah. come and kick the can.
1: Right. Wow. That this does was sound uh, very thrilling. was <laughs> yeah, You couldn't gamble. It, you couldn't gamble. and it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't that bad. You know, it's like uh, I, I see Chuck behind the Crown yeah. Vic. Yeah. You know, then he's got to give him. Up, you know that's the way it works. I I, I see you know Lana in the bushes. Yeah. Lana's got to come out of the bushes. They're both caught, and now they're saying, "Oh, you should check over there. You should check over there," so somebody could sneak up from all four directions yeah. to make things happen. Just wait. <laughs> Kick it the can sick. is
0: going to be yeah. in Squid Games too. Yeah, probably <laughs> should.
2: Kick probably. the can. Ghosts in the graveyard, yeah. and sharks and minnows.
1: Ghosts Those like in the only three games. Oh, I don't know sharks, sharks and minnows. Yeah, yeah, minnows. In the pool, you yeah, did sharks and minnows in the pool. We did. What is it? Marco Polo.
2: Nah, um, we never played. We Marco played Sharks Polo. and Minnows.
1: Yeah. And nobody was honest with Marco Polo. You no, know? no. Yeah. 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 Trying to throw their voice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Marco Polo.
2: Yeah.
4: it no? is oh, so God. true. Yeah. It is true.
1: My wow. kids get to play Fortnite. Yeah.
3: I know. Fortnite. Now,
1: they actually still play Sharks and Minnows. My kids played Spyro. Spyro. A little, and Spyro, little Spyro in uh, Crash Bandicoot. I don't even know that. It's on know. the game. It's on the game. Do you, so you know I, I have
0: never played ever uh, one video game.
3: Really? Not ever? Ever.
1: Wow. No. Oh, Winners are long No, there. I- <laughs> Winners are long. I played Crash Bandicoot with the kids. That's surprising. And I that
3: remember surprising. The, the
0: first time I watched someone play a video game, I no. was doing a story on Rashid Davis when he played for the Bears. Davis. and He was with... Um, oh my gosh, who was the other defensive back? Um be awesome. Oh lord. I, I Anyways, have no idea. And they were sitting in the living room and I... They're playing video games, and I'm standing there, knowing oh, in their apartment, house. their oh, house, doing, whatever. Okay. And all I could think about was, hello, yeah. hello, there's other people here in the room to talk yeah. to. And they just kept playing, kept playing, kept playing. And I thought, oh, this isn't this, like, the Weird. worst thing that could happen to society. Oh, it's continued
2: to be the worst. <laughs>
3: right? It happened. is. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it's it's, pretty it's bad. awful. And now kids, it's like breathing for kids, right? Like oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's just, plays. they play so fast, I can't follow what's happening. Like, it's
0: no but idea. I played,
3: you know, Super Mario Brothers, Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, we that played was that. Like, we did. Right in my zone. Yes. Oh, I, yes. I played that game. I played, what's that? Uh, Pac-Man. Pac-Man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Asteroids, <laughs> Pac-Man. That <laughs> yeah, Clyde, Blinky, Pinky. I mean, do you <gasps> I remember all of
0: them? Back yeah. when we had on TV. Yeah. On TV. See? There's no way Dion knows what that is now. on TV. that's TV. Late right. night. I remember late night on oh, TV. Oh, yeah. What? tell you. Had your head looking sideways yeah. to try to see between the squiggles <laughs> I for I tell you. my brother, Merkel, <laughs> oh,
1: hold the antenna. Merkel, hold it right yes, there. It's perfect. Don't move.
0: <laughs> <laughs> After those White Sox games are <laughs> oh, yeah. over.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. The absolute best. Oh, my gosh. So What do you guys have up on the show today? What's coming up? We have no idea. No idea?
3: That's how I
1: approach every day. We have
3: a loose plan, but it is International Women's Day, which is why we're both honored to be here today to help celebrate that, which I did not know that this has been a day since like the early 1900s.
4: Has it really? It
3: seriously has. I do not like know 1911 that or something. So well, it's so never what really the hell has taken us so, so long to
2: actually yeah. celebrate yeah. it. Well, it yeah. took 111 I years. Yeah, like, wow. Wow, I know. Mean, well, we come, are
3: making progress. progress. How
1: come? <laughs> right? How come we're not getting a day off? Is what <laughs> I want <laughs> to <laughs> know.
3: We want the day off.
1: <laughs> well, we all yeah, should so. get the day off. Should uh, be a national holiday. A national holiday.
3: Oh uh, my gosh! We are going to talk to Sarah Spain. Nice. The Spaniard. Thirty. Yes. Yeah. About where things are at, and what she's up to, and all the things. And then we don't know. I have
0: I I have no idea. Do you want to talk about why I sweated so much on the way here today? Well, I yeah. know. I I'd like, like
1: to I'm hear that too. actually. I'm perspiring? <laughs>
2: perspiring, huh?
0: I don't sweat, it's so I don't flash. wear deodorant.
2: Prespiration. I wish I had that problem. And and I know. I, I I'm walked
0: a from I the train station, and I was. Wet, yeah. I mean, under the arms,
1: wet. Work. Right, you are working. You were working. Well, I mean, that's like oh wow. God. It's International Women's Day so across okay. the line. And like, I just want the, you to know that we don't have to God. wait for you
3: guys to say
1: it. Like yeah. we can
3: actually we take can,
0: the lead yeah. and say, yeah. it. "Okay, the,
1: the, this is unhinged. We've gone unhinged
3: right here." A, oh my! I'm, it's only taken ten no,
0: minutes.
1: Look at me. I haven't seen the shade of red on Carmen. Hey, so
0: oh, if Sales is listening, I could use a deodorant sponsor. <laughs>
4: Unbelievable. Oh,
3: my God. <laughs> That's why I love Peggy. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: Who knows? <laughs> Listen,
1: yeah, guys,
3: I have
0: seven brothers. It
5: happens, <laughs> okay. okay? Well, we
1: were at the Hancock with you but way back when, yes. right? When this thing all started.
5: Yes. Yeah,
1: or at least when I got here. Yeah. Carmen got here about eight months before I did. Well, more than that. Really? Yeah, really? I was here in 2001. You were 2001. doing updates.
0: You used yeah. to do updates with me. Yeah. Wow. I was
2: Peggy's update. Like, when she was doing show on the weekends back he, in the day, I was the update guy. He was my update boy. Yeah, yeah.
4: No. I was <laughs> Peggy's update yeah. okay. okay. boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes. Used to make Carmen dance we, the drinks
1: in.
5: Some I would, people had pool boys. Yes.
2: I had Carmen boy. Up- update boys. Yeah. I was for Robin
5: <laughs> <Peppers>. Absolutely. <laughs> the Daniel boy. Yep.
2: It was awesome. <laughs>
5: oh my god! <gosh>. Saturday
2: <laughs> afternoon, Saturday it's morning, afternoon. What was and the name of the show? It was. Uh huh. Uh-huh. What gosh, was that? Wait, hold mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why can't I remember? Mm. Uh,
0: yeah. What happens after you score a touchdown? Celebrate. You celebrate. You kick. You kick the.
2: The point after. The point after. The yeah. point after. Point after. Now I do remember that. The yeah. point Yeah, oh,
4: yeah,
1: great. <laughs> this is like <laughs> <laughs> years Wait, memorable, memorable Peggy. Where's <laughs> that? Where's yeah. the audio? Oh, who knows? Where's the audio? I want
3: to, I want to hear it. The oh, point after. God. I
1: had a lot of the carts last year that were upstairs. All of them from the MJH shows early yeah. on. They were all upstairs. Saved them from going into the garbage. Really? Yeah. So Where they're, they're they somewhere here in the in the building. All right. Um, that we we need to digitize yes, those. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we do. To save them. I mean, whatever you got, you should oh, save yes. over the course of time. Yeah. Absolutely. I, like that I stuff. saved them from the garbage, though. That's where they were heading. Sarah's coming up in like 15 with you guys. Have a great
2: yes. show. Have fun. Yeah, if you have Thank any you ideas guys. for us what you'll to be, talk about. you will be Just fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll figure something Talk about Call the walk them. from the, the train, train lines again.
1: The hotlines are open if you need I'm to a, help l- 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 us. You guys are invited tonight, the three star out in beautiful Chicago Heights. I'm calling Bingo tonight.
3: You are oh, calling
0: Bingo. I'm calling
1: Bingo tonight. Well, that's tremendous. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Awesome. Three that's star fun. in Chicago Heights.
0: Are you going to do multiple <laughs> sheets at one time? Well, I'm, no, no. I'm calling. He's calling. I'm it. calling the game. It. He's not playing. Oh, He's those People the They've got their little the their, daughters. The they da- the daughters. Thing, and they they, they'll have like five sheets yes. going at a time.
1: Yeah, we're going to have a good time tonight. So you guys are welcome. Right? Uh, I'll tell you where, where it's at. <laughs> Jerry Colangelo grew up right next to the bar. Oh, oh everybody no knows yeah. on the hill. Everybody knows. Wow. Chicago Heights, yeah. So come on down. So
2: just don't give an address. Just, oh, the yeah. place right next to where Jerry. Yeah, and just ask where Colangelo lives. Yeah, they'll point you in the, the right in that direction.
1: Neighborhood, they'll know that. Chicago Heights, yeah, exactly. I, probably. Yeah, right yeah. down yeah. the street.
2: All right. Nice.
1: Yeah. I have a good show. Hey, hey, nice these guys. Good We've right. got these
2: you things. Guys things are good. Awesome. Yes, that's true. You know what these
1: things do? They'll take you right there. It'll tell you in a little voice, annoying voice, will come up on here and tell you exactly where to go. Yes. They're called a cell so phone. Fun. Thank you. Yes. Oh,
0: I thought that was a wife. <laughs>
1: The ex ex wife, Peggy, and hey. I've got a joke for that, but I can't say it I here. Know, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's hey. okay. Happy International it goes back, Women's Day. Yeah, it goes Yay. back to a
2: gaming console. Peggy and Dion are next. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Have a good day.
1: Hey, ladies, funky.
3: Well, if this isn't a song right up your alley, Peggy Kaczynski, I'm not sure what is.
0: I
1: have no you idea are who this is. over there.
3: No, I don't know either. Yeah. But- Happy International Women's Day. I know. How fun is this that we are here during the week? I know. I was just thinking, what day is it? What day is it? It's Tuesday.
0: (laughs) I never thought I would see Carmen and Yurko blush when they left. They were laughing so hard at you. They (laughs) were blushing. It was so cute.
3: (laughs) They're adorable. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) hey,
0: don't say that kind of stuff. I'm like, it's International Women's Day. Women can can say say stuff too. Whatever
3: we want. Yeah.
0: Right? We're actually going to have fun today. We're going to talk about, um, Oh, such shocking news. Not sure if you've heard the breaking news, everyone. Wow. Do we have a breaking news, like, uh, anything, did it, did, a sounder did it, did it, or anything
2: like go? that? We, yeah, we do have a breaking news sounder if you want to hear it. Yes, yeah, yeah, We do it. I mean, this is breaking.
0: Who
3: thought, who saw this
0: coming?
2: This is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Ah.
3: Okay, you're not ready. Aaron Rodgers will return to play for the Packers. No, I mean, and and Peggy, he announced it on the Pat McAfee show. What? I know. What a stunning turn of events. Yawn. I am so over this. I know. I know. I. So over. I it's really. It's
0: so annoying. It's. It, I, it is just so is, so is so annoying because you saw it coming. Yes. You know when, when he acts as if you know. Well, I love how and uh, listen. I get it. All of the other reporters. You can only go with what people are telling you. Yes. That the retirement was real. Well, sure. When you say, I either want $300 million or I can just stay home. Yes. That is not a shock. No. That is not serious. That is pony up the money. And so now, is he going to keep complaining? Now, what's he going to complain? Aaron, they don't have any money
3: left to get you any weapons when your guys right. grow old. Right. And they're going to. Yes. They're going to. Yes. He's just so, you, I, you knew he wasn't going anywhere else, Peg. Like you knew that this yeah. is where he was going to stay. He is getting carte blanche to do whatever he wants. I mean, he can say all he wants about Tom Brady going somewhere else and winning and how appealing that might be to do that for another franchise. This is where Aaron Rodgers is always going to be, was always going to be. This so, is it.
0: If, if I told you that Aaron Rodgers was going to be the first NFL player to hit the $400 million mark in career earnings, would that shock you? No. I'm, no. I'm a little shocked because I feel like there's so many other players that, well... He is. You're right. He's MVP. He's yeah. multiple MVT. What is he? Four time, five, four, four time, four, time, four time, MVP. time MVP. So I get more it. More than
3: TV 12. I,
0: I guess we just want someone who's a little bit more likable <laughs> to be the
3: one yeah, that I, makes that. I know. And someone asked me that, like, what is it about Aaron Rodgers that always drives us crazy? Right. Like that gets us all fired up. And why do we as as Bears followers and supporters? Why does it? And honestly, my first response was jealousy. Like we don't have a quarterback true like that. But it's but at also, the same he, time he's so, He's a whiner. He Peg, he always everything he says, right from that whatever cleanse he did, everything is well, and as it all boils down to I'm just better than you. It's yeah. how it comes across right. every time. Right.
0: Right. And that's why and, and he whines and it is it's an he's arrogant. Um you know but he backs it up on the field. Okay, wait, I'm going to tell you something that you might like about Aaron Rodgers. Okay. He officiated his teammate's wedding last week. Uh Uh-huh, I know. So that's really nice.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you said that. You really tried right there. I Um, I mean, it is. It is kind. I mean, he obviously has friends and people who he isn't that way with, right? Right. He's just in a flow state. Is that what he said? Just going to keep the flow state going. Well, it's flowing. I know. Good heavens!
0: I wanna, I want to like you know, it's the it's the great Dennis Rodman that when they play for the other team, you hate them, right? When they're
3: on your team, you love them. So I I don't know. Would you be would would diehard Bears fans be like, "Yep, Aaron Rodgers come here"? I don't care. Oh
0: yes, absolutely.
3: See, that's what yes to win. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I don't know. You got would would you guys want Aaron Rodgers in Chicago? Would you accept him? Like you did Dennis Rodman with the Bulls. We
3: recognize that we're dealing in extreme hypotheticals in the face of the news, can't can't news today. But as Bears fans and followers, he no one has irritated and gotten under your skin more than Aaron Rodgers. Than a guy coming into your stadium and saying, I own you. Right. So would you be willing to say, you know what? We don't care. We'll pay you $401 million. Come to our team. Right. Would you be okay with that? I think... Oh,
0: it doesn't matter how I feel, but I think as Bears fans, yes, absolutely. To win? Absolutely.
3: People wow. don't. It's why NFL teams constantly... So then isn't the fact that he annoys Bears fans that we're jealous that we don't have a quarterback like that? Yeah, that's a big part of it. But it's also, he's just got a lot of little things that are really annoying. You know, listen, Bears fans were really annoyed
0: by Jay Cutler, too. Yes, so, but I love Jay Cutler. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is like times 100 in the annoyance yeah. department. You know, with that, I'm better than you, that that air of, you know. But the
3: tolerance for the annoyance gets greater with victory, right? That's right. it. That, That's the bottom line. No one cares line. if they're no winning. No one cares if you're winning. Well, if you're winning the division every year, you're in the playoffs every year, you're it, among the elite when it comes to competition, and you're competing every week, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody for- cares. It's when you're only winning six games, and you don't show any sign of progress offensively, or being able to keep up, even with your division. I mean, Peg, there's so many times watching the Bears, even last season, that you'd watch, oh, preseason games, right? You're watching the Bears preseason games. You're like, all right, all right, maybe this won't be so bad. And then you change the channel and watch... A couple plays from a different team, and you're like, "Wow, I don't know what the Bears are playing, but it's not football." Right. I mean, it just felt like they were so far behind, kind of far- like
0: the Bulls last night. Oh, peg, just did not look the same.
3: Okay, so no. here, I'm, let me ask you the we'll three.
0: Get to that. <laughs> let me ask you the three Aaron Rodgers annoyances. Um, what annoys you more about him? His arrogance, his diet, his "I own you." In the end okay. zone. Oh, I guess I'm gonna do that's, four. That's arrogance too though. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Or his man bun.
3: <laughs> I can live with a the man bun. And I think that they all add up. Uh, they all they all add up. To yes. douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know how else to say it. You no. Know, uh, but I I'm His diet doesn't bother me because I feel like he's in competition with TB12 and he wants to have this like reason to stand out. Yeah. He hasn't, I don't think, come out with any products yet. Like you can buy TB12 supplements. Right. So I don't think A-Rod has done that yet. But I, I think the arrogance is what gets me more than anything. But here's the thing. He got paid. So yeah, he, he can be that. Way. I know,
0: I know, and he wins, and he wins. Except
3: in the playoffs. Let's right. go to the phone lines,
0: <laughs> where Steve Details. is. In Winthrop Harbor, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> what? What's your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers? Hello, Steve.
4: Hello. Hi, oh, hi Steve.
0: You're on with Peggy and Dion. What do you think of Aaron Rodgers and uh, four more years um, in Green Bay?
4: Um, I, I thought that was inevitable he would probably love to finish his career there um that no doubt about that but i, I would like to comment about how refreshing you girls are to listen to peggy oh. i've been listening to you since the danny Bonaducci days when mm-hmm. that guy abused you terribly oh <laughs> lord almighty
0: i have some <laughs> stories rem- that cannot, cannot be the- told on the air
4: Yes. i remember the days of the braces and everything it was just it, it, it's it's ingrained, uh, and you're still you're still just as great to listen to today as you were back then.
0: Oh, Aww. Steve, thank you. Right now, Dion is like I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. When, when and, and he, I mean, read and I gotta
4: say, since Dion has started at ABC, I have I have. I've enjoyed it so much oh, listening to her you. and watching her through the Bears games. Yeah. And you I'm so a much. Packer fan. Oh. You are you're you guys are both great.
0: Oh, oh thank Stevie. you. Steve, do you like Aaron Rodgers?
4: I have come to dislike him over the last year because of the prima donna. Yeah. It's 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 not him. It's not the him that I thought I knew. You know, when they first drafted him, look at the pictures of that young boy. Right. And now he's turned into, you know, something that I don't even recognize. But unfortunately, Bear fans are going to have to look at him for four more years. I know. Unless you can break, unless you can break his leg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Shane Wooten McClellan and Corey Wooten, we need, you know. Yeah. Shane McClellan tried that. Um, so, yeah, so, so many stories. My, Thank you, Steve, for the My dad's wife... Um. She is a Packers fan and she doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. My, um, one of my doctors is, um, a Packers fan. And every time I see him, I say to him, Oh, how's your quarterback doing? And he just looks at and goes, I hate that guy. <laughs> it's yeah, but, so they, funny. but he wins. Like, I guess you can hate them when you're winning. It's just, you, you know. It's yeah, it's highly annoying. It's just yes, highly annoying. Highly annoying. And yay! Yay, Bears fans. Now we have four more years.
3: Good times. At least I it's a challenge, wait. right? I mean, maybe they can develop Justin Fields into uh, someone who is driven by the desire to prove that he can beat the best and will, I know it's not necessarily the two of them against each other, but you know what I'm saying, like that we make the Bears respectable in the division, please. Yeah. Make it a contest. Well, and that is like, listen, here's the other reality of it.
0: You want to beat the best.
3: Yes. You
0: know, if he was gone,
3: that sounds you want to be if he
0: was gone, it would be like, well, you couldn't beat them when Aaron Rodgers was here. So, yeah, if you that now, you know what the standard is. Yes. And now you have to beat them. That's just that's just it's good it's that's yeah. actually good it's actually good so it's
3: better for the bears that he stick around i guess
0: i know and hey um let's thing stick thing. around because we have an old friend that is going to be joining yes. the show
3: this will be super fun espn
0: sarah spain is going to join us as we uh talk a little bit not a lot guys you know you don't have to be like uh roll the eyes or anything we're going to talk a little women because it's international women's day, day. uh dion is a sportscaster i was a sportscaster at channel five and there's a lot with sarah to talk about so much so much has changed in the coverage of women's sports and women being in sports now as well so stick around because you never know what sarah is going to say (laughs) you never know what i'm going to say and dion will cover for both of us here my best espn chicago
3: angels oh pump it up peg i can't stop sweating i know i I know like i'm
0: you're nervous because you're on during the week from 12 to 2 i I know i guess that's why (laughs)
3: no i think it's just i've got a lot of energy got a lot going on today yeah it's. I don't know. I'm, I can't stop sweating. Well, Danny <laughs> Zetterman would tell you it's what you're eating. I know. It probably is.
0: I know. Me too, actually. But that's okay. Yeah, that's a topic look
3: for all the time. Look, look at us. On look a at us Look at
0: this. On look at us in the the first Midwest Bank Studio on State Street at ESPN Chicago. Peggy and Dion, who would have thought, right? <laughs> who
3: would have thought? Oh, it's <laughs> International Women's Day. Yes, that's why. That's the reason. <laughs> and as I was saying earlier, like, this is a day I didn't really know about, but it's been around for a hundred years. So it needs more of a celebration. That's, more called, a progress. that's that a- called progress. That is called progress. That we finally are on a weekday and... It's it it only took 100 Day. years <laughs> took for everyone to
0: really years. recognize International No, Women's but we Day. are
3: thrilled to be here today and to be kind of celebrating that with our city. And our city has a lot of incredible... Strong women. Yeah. I was looking through the list of women that work in, in
0: town. The Blackhawks, Jamie Faulkner, um, business operations, Kendall coyne Showfield, also, oh, yeah. Blackhawks minor league development or player development, Cubs assistant director of baseball operations, Megan Jones, uh, Cubs coordinator, minor league operations, Allison Dara, Cubs first female on-field coach is Rachel Folden, White Sox Jasmine Dunstan, now with that's the right. minor leagues running that. that. I was just trying to remember her name. And yes, they had right. Grace... Grace Guerrero-Zwitt was actually, in 1982, the first woman that the White Sox had hired in baseball operations. Um, The Sky Minority owner, Margaret Stender. Uh, The Red Stars uh, CEO, Vicki Lynch, or CBO. She's the CBO, Vicki Lynch. And their associate GM is also a woman. I mean, there's like the Bears CFO, Karen Murphy. Yeah. Ashton Washington who um, the first female scout for the Bears. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so the number I I just keep looking. Oh, and the Chicago Fire president is also a woman, uh, Ishwara Glassman Shrain.
3: And so it's like I just you look around the city, you realize this is progress. That's I was going to say now that is actual progress, like tangible progress. I feel like our next guest is a part owner of the Red Stars.
0: Yes, isn't she?
3: Isn't she? I think she's a minority owner, Sarah Spain. The lovely Sarah Spain, joining
5: us Hi, on guys. ESPN 1000. How
3: are you, ladies? We're good. How are you?
5: Good. I am, in fact, a minority owner of the Red Stars. And so is Kendall Quinn Schofield, who you mentioned from the Blackhawks. So, that is amazing. Uh, we've got, we've got uh, I, I would have to sit down and count, but I want to say 10 or 11, maybe 12 uh, women on our ownership group. Boy, is that
0: Incredible. fantastic. We, Deanna and I were just talking about the And by the way, guys, this is Sarah Spain. Sorry we really didn't introduce you. We just you. dove in. <laughs> <P-L-U. laughs> we just figured everyone knows you. Sarah Spain wine from ESPN. <laughs> well, that's what this show is. It's basically a train wreck, you know, sometimes with wine, sometimes with coffee. So that's just how it is. Good. Perfect. Um, so Deanna and I were just talking, Sarah, about how much things have changed for women in sports and women covering sports. And I was telling her about the conversation. Conversation that you and I had um, on the past the mic podcast that I did with you and when I think one of the biggest changes for women is the acceptance of women in all shapes sizes weights uh, figures um, you know everything ages now they're so much more acceptable it's more about What are you delivering? What's the product you're giving? Tell us about how you see how much it's changed since when you came on the scene.
5: I completely agree with that. But I will say that, unfortunately, the holdovers in the business that haven't quite caught up are still creating difficulties for women coming up i just was talking to a, a young lady that i mentor she had a meeting with an agent that someone set up for her, and the first thing he said was here's the photos on your website that you don't look cute in <gasps> and here's the here's the bits of your reel i would take out you're not as attractive in these even though the work she was doing was better and it was more wow. high profile he didn't like her outfit or he, he said her nose was too big have you ever thought about fixing it like oh my and it's gosh just, you hear i i know Whoa. and i said gosh i'm so sorry that you're dealing with that and i you know it was local, uh, agent. And I said, you know, I'm not, that's not to say that there aren't national people who still feel that way, but I have found that, you know, the higher you get, the more women I see, which is sort of weird, you think. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, um, I do think it's much better. I do think there's so much better representation. And I think also we've disabused ourselves of that long held notion that there's room for one and that we have to fight each other for it. Mm -hmm. That was always an idea that was actually propagated by the people who had the power and wanted to minimize ours was to get us to battle each other instead of acknowledging, wait a minute, why would there only be one spot for us? Right. And so we're lifting each other up. None of us are moving up in the industry without working our hardest to bring along other people with us. And once there is that representation, then you're reaching out a hand to women that maybe guys in hiring positions wouldn't or wouldn't welcome. And that's made a huge difference. I mean, Peggy, you and I have talked about this for years, but you know, I wanted to be on Saturday Night Live. I wanted to make people laugh. It was very uncomfortable for me to get into sports and think, wait, to work in sports, I have to have a bunch of cleavage and try to look sexy? That doesn't make any sense, right? I've been an athlete my whole life. Yeah. And I think we're, we're slowly moving away from that idea of just, you know, try to look pretty. That's so
3: eye-opening what you just said because it was so true. When I broke into the industry, it was all about competition. You were always trying to beat the girl uh, next to you instead of realizing and now realizing. I feel like there are opportunities for all of us, and it's not like that anymore. And do you see that there are, though, more opportunities for Women to just pursue what they want
5: to in the sports broadcasting world. 100%. You know, when people ask me if things have gotten better, I think I had to learn for myself that my own agency. And my own uh, abilities within the industry are not reflective of everything changing. If you're at the starting point, you're still unfortunately going to deal with some harassment Mm -hmm. and some mistreatment and a lack of respect. So I say the ceiling is higher than ever, but the ground floor is the same. Unfortunately, you still have to get through that stuff. But once you do, women are owners, GMs, play-by-play, opinionists, beat reporters, sideline reporters, hosts. You know, and I think even just, I've been at ESPN what, I think like 11 years now, which is insane to me because how am I only 25, right, ladies? But uh, <laughs> I, incredible. I, uh, I've, I've been here for so long that when I started, there were so few women that we so call opinionists, mm-hmm. right, yeah. that go to different shows and can talk about and analyze anything, it was very difficult to find those. Usually they were facilitating conversations between men. And just over the course of my time at ESPN, you look across the landscape and almost every show has regular women analysts Mm -hmm. that are just a part of it. And they're in every position across the company now. It used to be so much rarer to see that. And that also opens doors for women who just never felt like it was a fit To be in sidelines or to be a you know a host Mm -hmm. of some kind
0: i i think i think someone like like i remember when i was in college in the early 80s and you know not long ago you still had to wear a blazer all the time because Mm -hmm. and the reason with the blazers was no bare shoulders and you had to blend in with the men right (laughs) you had had to to blend in with the men and it was like you had to look like the men you had to act like the men and, and and then when i was working at espn in bristol connecticut Robin Roberts was hired and she walked in and she would do highlights and say, get on with your bad self. And I thought, (laughs) oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. she is showing personality. And I really credit when ESPN hired Robin Roberts on SportsCenter. She changed how people started looking at women talking about sports. And she was able to have a personality, whereas before it was always, you know, the Phyllis George, you know, look good, say everything you're supposed to say, don't make a mistake. Um, but Robin really kind of broke that ceiling for everyone who just wanted yeah. to show personality. I mean, let's be honest here, guys, husbands, brothers, you know, your, your daughters and sons. Everyone has personality at home. This whole right. image was like, it wasn't correct. It was a facade. So I right. I really give Robin Roberts a ton of credit for doing that for all of us.
5: I agree, and I also find that as a woman, like uh, the more of us there are, the less it feels like you're re- representing every woman that exists, and when you make a mistake, people are in your mentions. This is why women shouldn't. I huh. never get that anymore. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, right. There's too many of us. Mm-hmm. But I found that one of my mentors at the company, Dan Levitard, is so smart, so accomplished, award-winning, and he would just admit if he didn't know something. He would look around the room be talking and be like, wait a minute, hold on, can anyone in here name the current coach? Of the nuggets right and he would acknowledge these gaps of knowledge and he would do that to sort of lift the veil of us needing to know every single fact about every single person all the time, which just isn't possible. And as a woman, I never felt comfortable doing that. If I made a mistake, I would clench up and I would get defensive and I'd be so worried because I'd be like, oh my gosh, now this is all anyone's going to remember about me. It's the one mistake I made when there are plenty of guys that mispronounce names and forget the thing and people shrug it off. And I feel like that pressure isn't there anymore. Now, part of that is being in the industry for a while, but I also think, more women, more opportunities and more freedom to be yourself means that you can casually and naturally react when you have a flip up instead of feeling like, oh, my God, everything is such a huge deal. I used to lose sleep over oh, the totally.
3: tiny mistakes I would make or wake up in the middle of the night. And like, why didn't I write that story that way? And I mean, so critical. Right. One comment would haunt me. Yeah. And, and I agree. It's it's different now. I've found that I have to just be myself and I have to just own, own that. And if I don't know, it's okay. You're, that's so true. And I, and another like moment, aha moment for me that how much ha- that has changed. Because yeah. when I started, it was, I always felt like as a woman, we had to do more research. We had to be more prepared. We had yep. to have, we had to prove we knew what we were talking about. And I still battle that, Sarah, like that like, hustle for my worthiness and prove that yeah. I belong in the room and Sarah, in the conversation.
0: Sarah, you we mentioned that you're a minority owner in the Red Stars. Um, baseball, before we let you go, as we could talk about this all day, but um baseball seems to be the sport that has really exploded with mm-hmm. hiring women and putting women now on the field as field managers, you know, um, in the front offices, making baseball Coaches, yeah. decisions yeah. also. So where do you see... The next, I'd love to say, it's been around 100 years, as Dion told us, <laughs> in International Women's Day, but let's take the next 15 to 20 years. Right. Where, do you, where do you see the explosion happening, and, and how is it going to have an effect on society and sports?
5: First of all, I loved uh, Glennon Duell's daughter said, wait, we only get one day. Shouldn't we get at least like half of them? Uh, which right. I love that approach. Yeah, we should get at least half of them. Um, and yeah. I'm, I'm glad you asked that. I was actually just out in Arizona up until yesterday and spent, uh, half of my Sunday hanging out at the Cubs minor league camp, finally getting to meet Rachel Folden in person. You mentioned the mm-hmm. Cubs minor league hitting coach. And it was really interesting to talk to her and some of the scouts and player development people about why she gets so much respect. And I think baseball in part because there are so many softball players or – even girls who played baseball before switching to softball, they know the game and they can be respected. Jess Mendoza, Rachel Folden, like, if you can swing and you know the mechanics and you know how to coach it and train it, um, you get the respect. And we had an interesting conversation, too, about her being, you know, out lesbian, how that actually made it easier for her. There is no sense of impropriety. They don't hit on her. She doesn't hit on them. There's no concern about gender playing an issue there. She's just a coach. And so as we move through all the different elements of what could, you know, make things more difficult for women in these positions, i think we're seeing proof over and over again that all of the sticking points that people think might get in the way go away if you know what you're doing and rachel's Mm -hmm. a great example of that and i think that's why basketball is ahead of the game that's why there are female coaches in the nba and front office members because we play the sport i think it's a little tougher in sports like football but you're seeing the development of flag football leagues of girls tackle across the country that interest in playing allows people to make their way up sam Rappaport, one of my favorite Mm -hmm. people who worked at the nfl was an incredible quarterback in her own right in women's leagues and in fact mailed a football to the NFL when she applied for the job and asked, you know, what other quarterback could throw, could get the ball to you from, you know, however many miles away. Um, I think that that is the, as Title IX continues to influence the number of girls that participate and the number of parents and adults that accept and embrace girls' interest in sports, then they can be lifelong fans and participants, and that can turn them into coaches and staff and owners and front office. I mean, you can't underestimate the importance of that that welcoming inclusion that makes them feel like, okay, I can do this, and I can also look up and see – baseball GMs and everything else. So I think the biggest is still ownership. And you look across the sports world and the ownership influences so much of policy and behaviors. Look across the NFL and the way some of the women that work there are still treated. You look at something like the Washington commanders environment, that's still going to be affected by the people making decisions at the highest levels. And there's not enough female representation. I would say over the next 15, 20 years, that's the biggest part is getting people into front offices, commissionerships, coaching, ownership those kind of real decision-making spaces
0: well said
3: thank you so much sarah we do have some breaking news that we're going to have to talk about i know break here it's huge everything's blowing up everything's blowing blowing up up. thank you for chatting
5: with me enjoy the breaking news you guys got a a lot of good content today (laughs) thanks sarah we appreciate
3: you so much Uh, yeah the breaking news is that uh the seahawks have agreed to trade russell wilson to the denver broncos pending his physical and Wilson's approval. We will talk about that when we continue here on International Women's Day. This is ESPN 1000.
2: This is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000.
0: Yep, breaking news indeed. The Denver Broncos have traded for Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Holy Mm -hmm. Wow, this is a blockbuster trade. This is amazing. The trade is pending Wilson's approval as well as a physical. Uh, That's per Adam Schefter of ESPN. Um, Well, you know, they've been looking for a quarterback since Peyton Manning left Denver, Yes. to be honest with you. Jay Cutler, you can go through all the list of names. And (laughs) maybe the Aaron Rodgers trying to get to Denver was a little bit more than we thought it was. And
3: they wanted to wait and see what he was going to do. That was actually, that actually had legs to it. I thought that was just a, I don't know, like a flat, like a cute little, Oh, maybe the Broncos, or maybe I'll go here. Well, he got his money and now Russell Wilson is getting out of Seattle. That is wow. That's big.
2: I can also report that drew Locke is part of the trade to Seattle. Okay.
0: Wow. 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 This is something. I mean, last year when the Bears made an effort to get Russell Wilson, that was last year, right?
3: It was last year. Yeah.
0: Now That's- it's like, uh, quite obviously, the Seahawks
3: have been trying,
0: trying to, trade, to him trade him the yeah. last two years. Well,
3: and last year was just such a rough year for him and that whole organization. Like that, it was It was time. It was time for a change. And they obviously have found the right fit there, I guess. And apparently
0: Seattle rejected Washington's offer for Russell Wilson. So a lot of reports now coming out of uh, the Denver area and the Seattle area as well. Um, And they found the right fit. This is really amazing to see Russell Wilson now in the same division as Patrick Mahomes. Wow. No, that's true. That is some good
3: quarterback play. That is some, yeah, the AFC gets stronger again. Um, Wow. I, I just, I'm kind of speechless. He was um, so so synonymous with Seahawks football. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. wild that he's making this jump. Well, and and this comes on the heels of the story that broke earlier
0: this morning about Aaron Rodgers coming with a new... Contract
3: an extension. I need more to say about this Russell Wilson thing. I'm like finding my words. I'm I know interested as to how this all went down. I know. Well, but look at look. Just go back and
0: look at some of the the sniffing around that they were doing the last two seasons. So obviously, either he wanted out and was asking them to facilitate something. Um, the yeah. Bears were unable to do it a year ago, and now there's multiple reports coming out of teams that were making offers to Seattle. So there there obviously was. Stuff behind it that they were trying to get him. He, he wanted out. He wanted out. But D, I never thought
3: that the Bears, that was real.
0: Well, apparently. Well, now you don't think it was
3: real now? They just didn't <laughs> have enough. They just didn't have enough, yeah. That's why I'm anxious to see exactly what all Denver gave up for this. And right, and that's what we don't know. We don't know that yet unless it's out there and I'm just not seeing it yet, which it could be true. But. And, and we referred
0: to the Aaron Rodgers news earlier today that he came to a four-year contract extension with the Packers, a $200 million contract. $153 million is guaranteed um, for Aaron Rodgers to uh, make him the highest paid player in the NFL and the first NFL player to hit the $400 million career earnings mark of course which is amazing and now more quarterback breaking news yeah with Russell Russell Wilson Wilson. and I am seeing that
3: I am seeing that as well that Drew Locke is one of the pieces being sent to Seattle in exchange for Russell Wilson but it had to be a great deal more what did Seattle need or was it just one of those things where they knew it was time and getting his contract off the books. Yeah, freeing up some space.
0: Wow, we have a lot we want to talk about this and so much more when we come back. 312-332-3776. It's, 312-332-3776.
3: It's International Women's Day, but it's also like Pay the Quarterback Day. Apparently. I mean, oh my god. Now gosh. isn't that a
0: discrepancy? And no. Never mind.
3: Yeah. We'll be back. <laughs>